0: TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the Fire and Soul podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. And I'm doing something right now that I've never done before. We have created a special series highlighting many of the members of my premier program called the Fire and Soul Accelerator. Yes, same name, Fire and Soul, inspired action from an awakened soul. And, uh, this is a six month long premier program that I run and you're going to hear from many of the members who have turned their passion into profits and they've all got unique, extraordinary, inspiring stories that I am super excited to share with you because it's people like me and you that just decided to get out of their own way, stop buying into limiting beliefs, right, or all the excuses that want to make us stay small or unseen or not really go for it because we've all got that same self-doubt, but yet each one of them in their unique ways, were able to generate business, impact, community, connection, And yes, lots of profits. So I'm excited to bring this series to you. And what we've decided to do as a Ginny Media uh, producing team and myself got together and talked about how we could roll this out, because there's going to be about a dozen members that come through and share their stories that we thought we would batch them. So the first people that I am releasing today are very special to me. They go in no particular order, by the way, it just was schedule wise. But um, you're going to get to hear from Michelle Bachman and Michael Christian. And you're also going to get to hear from Steve Lawrence. They live in various places around the world. But they've all been going through the Fire and Soul Accelerator program for the last six months or so. So it's an exciting time for me as the leader of that program that is basically modeled after my first six figures as an online entrepreneur and a leader in the personal development space or an emerging leader, as I'd like to say. They all just took what they wanted, took what felt right, took what resonated and ran with it, got clarity, got contrast, all of the things in which that could help them just mm, build momentum and build a greater impact and of course the profits matter as well so without further ado this is going to be a wonderful series so listen to them as you want do enjoy and then of course love to hear back from you if you have any comments questions or feedback you can always reach me at fireandsoulpodcast.com please enjoy Well, welcome to the show, Michael Christian. It's such an honor to have you here.
1: It's such a blessing to be here, Michelle. Thank you for uh, your invitation.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, this is a fun ride because, as my listeners know, this is a very special limited series that we're rolling out here on Fire and Soul called Passion to Profits, where I'm highlighting a few of the students and beautiful community members that I've had the honor to work with over the past six months in the fire and soul accelerator where everybody is taking some idea to turn a side hustle into something meaningful and purposeful and ideally profitable. And so I first want to give some context that you are in fire and soul, and uh, we have a few more months on that journey. But a little bit of background of your story, how you came to Fire and Soul, and then what you're turning that into, it will be the arc of this conversation. But for those who aren't as familiar with you as I am, how about a little bit of background of your story?
1: Well, thank you, Michelle. It's it's a long story, so I'll try to, to shorten things up because I, I talk about a lot of... Uh, trials and tribulations i've had in my life i've i've gone through many different experiences that uh, many people have and you know from growing up with an alcoholic father to you know having experienced childhood rape to Becoming somebody who, who literally had a bad mindset, really, literally in life and um, kind of got uh, was a little loose in, in many manners. Then going through the military um, and, and doing eight years in the army and joining right before the first Gulf War and having gone through, you know, the experiences of Desert Shield, Desert Storm and then into Bosnia. I came out of that and, you know, thought I was doing things right and my mind was right in terms of, you know, getting, doing what life and society was teaching me that I should do. Got my degree and, and even followed my passion to, to get my childhood dream job and managed to do that. But, uh, you know, I still ended up. With because of a bad mindset, ended up getting back onto the streets, um, going through really rough times um, due to you know some injuries in the military that led me into like prescription drugs, which then led in, you know I had the alcoholism that came on top of that, and then. It went into a whole a whole breath of illegal and and bad drugs and uh, homelessness that uh, but then picked myself up on and, and it took me a while to get there to pick myself up and still thought I was saying following the right path in terms of getting a job and and whatnot uh, but then you know I realized again that I wasn't fulfilled you know even though I had managed to do my childhood dream job and i managed to get a great job working for a good corporation managed to you know get the house and the family and things you know what i thought was going in a, in a manner of speaking i realized that you know i wasn't contributing to to society or the greater good in 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 the way that my heart really wanted me to but also realized that it was because of, you know, what was going on in my mind. And so I got into personal development spaces and through that, you know, reached out into the Tony Robbins groups and, and got in the, the first my first immersion event being Date with Destiny in 2018 and uh, got immersed into the the ecosystem of that of the groups that come out of that and the people. And that's how I, I got in contact with you, you beautiful soul, and, and Michael Nitty and your mastermind. And um, just, you know, I I knew that this this was the place where I had to be. The, it's been a phenomenal growth being a part of those groups. And as you developed your courseworks and I can see the values that you bring and everything, you, you know, your heart, your soul, and your passion, your congruency, and just, it's all there. And the beauty of it and the knowledge, like I said, in many times in, in your classes that you, you've been giving almost a real life MBA as I've been taking my MBA in parallel to your courses. And I see the value in, in both of those because some of the coursework you've done has helped me in my MBA coursework. And then you offered the Fire and Soul program. And, and I said, you know, after all I've already learned, I'm taking your masterminds, your video mastery one, your video mastery two, and said, you know, I got to keep going up to the next level in this. And that was the Fire and Soul Accelerator that you offer. And, and so it's just amazing just to think that I'm like, wow, and you said that five, six months, I'm like, really? Has it only been five, six months? It seems like it's been, you know years literally um <laughs> that we've been doing uh doing all this and just thinking that you and i have really only been uh, only met less than a year ago via the internet and still haven't met you rl yet but uh we're, we're gonna make that happen soon so. it
0: feels like we have um and that's the power of you know, three-dimensional and it allows us to feel as if we really know someone because we get a sense of their authentic self because you can't hide behind my video That's so interesting. I didn't even realize that we hadn't met in real life because it feels like we have. Circling back to you realizing your childhood dream job, what is that?
1: Uh, Well, as a child, I wanted to work on the space program, specifically on the space shuttle program. And so I managed to work at the Kennedy Space Center doing navigational systems for the shuttle program. So, you know, as a contractor which, you know, being a part of that was something I grew up, I grew up in the state of Florida in St. Petersburg, and I used to watch the shuttle launches and, and I'd go outside my little rock toy rockets and launch my rockets up when I'd see the shuttle go up and even had my own little uh, astronaut core and everything. And and part of that also, you know, played into my dreams of, of being an engineer in a sense and didn't even realize it, but that I made that that dream happened. It was wonderful. It was, it was really a blessing that I was able to, to have that experience in my life. But like I said, you know, you know, it doesn't matter how much you attain when you attain that dream, if you don't have the fulfillment and, and I never really understood, you know, what I was missing, why, you know, Hey, I did this, this thing that most people look up to or, you know, think is so, uh, you know, hard to do. Um, but really it comes down to it's just it's determination. And, you know, is it really your passion? Because you can do anything. Everyone here could could be, you know, an astronaut or work for NASA, you know, is it, but is it really your passion to be?
0: Fair enough. So that brings us to full circle into the present moment. And by the way, thank you for your share. I did not even know some of those things about your past. But what I love about the work that we're in, the transformational space, and having the honor to have witnessed your journey and your evolution in the past, what feels like, yes, a lifetime, but less than a year in a linear timeline. We come back to the present moment as often as we can, right? Because if we're in the past or in the future, then we can't ever be fulfilled because it's in this present moment that we can find peace, knowing that in this moment, everything is okay, or we learn to accept all that is. And then we, from that space, which is peaceful and neutral, and I think it's the the truth of our essential true self, we're able to then be guided into divine right action I also refer to that as inspired action. It doesn't feel like there's hustle or grit or grind. There's almost a pool. So when you heard about fire and soul, what was pulling you in to the program?
1: Well, your energy is, is something, you know, who would not want to be around, you know, because anyone that wants growth can see that there's growth in the energy that you provide to us. But I would say also, your knowledge and helping people you know get more comfortable with doing the videos online, knowing how to do them and and also setting up your your own program for yourself. And and here like doing a podcast like this, you know, even though I've I've had all this knowledge say on the engineering side and, and product management side, I, I know nothing about doing a podcast or nothing about being on video all the time, even though I've done some, let's say for my company, but you know, getting past that comfort zone and and having a guide there, you know, such as yourself to, to guide us because, you know, you, you have the experience and the knowledge and, and that's how we learn by taking someone else's decades and turning it into our own days. So you have the decades of knowledge and experience that you're giving and bringing to us in a matter of days.
0: Beautiful. And just to refresh everyone's memory, or for those of you who don't know what fire and soul is, Fire in Soul was a program that I launched last summer because I realized that I had generated, you know, my first six figures doing this work with not knowing how to do it either, but just being brave and courageous and being willing to be committed and be consistent, which I believe is where the magic is in life of anything that we want to accomplish or experience. And um, and I just thought, you know, it seems like it's haphazard. There's no real sort of linear guideline of how I did this. But if I can invite people into this program and we can allow it to be fluid and customize it for each person where they are on their journey, I think we can have something that's profitable, meaningful and purposeful. And so you've been through the program. You are about to launch your first program in March. So let's talk about that and how that concept came to be as you've been in this journey.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting um, how that concept came to be, because, you know, while going through the program in the beginning, of it, it was like I was kind of lost. You know, I was grasping at straws, you know, grabbing at lemons, tasting. Does this one taste sweet? Does this one taste sweet with yeah. ideas? Because I'm an idea man by degree, <laughs> I'd say. Uh, and then one day it was just like it was like, oh. Flash of lightning. Hey, excuse me. What have you been doing? And, and what, have, what have I been doing to help other entrepreneurs? And, and it's like, well, it's what I've been what I took decades to learn, literally. And from what I do in my day job, being a product manager, a global product manager, uh, you know, I oversee products and services. And the different aspects of that, everywhere from inception to development to, you know, market introduction to getting it out there and, you know, following a brand identity. And so I'm helping entrepreneurs who, you know, are trying to develop their businesses. I came up with this, the the whole pyramid idea, because I see it as like a pyramid that you've got to build, you know, you've got to start at the base. And make sure that at the base, the people at the base, you have the mind, body, and spirit set. Because if if you don't have a good foundation, the top is always going to crumble down. And then on top of that that foundation, then you have the product or service that you want, and it could be anything. I mean, really, I I can do the I do the breath of just about any type of product or service, and look at that product or service. Um, some people have a product. Some people have a product idea. So how do you get that product developed? And how do you get it to the market? I can I work with them on that through every step of the way or take their product that they have, look at it and see, OK, what are they missing in terms of, you know, having that product have a better you know, footprint in the market? And then, you know, on top of the product or service is your brand identity, or the identity of the product, depending on what the service or product may be. And you've got to make sure it doesn't—it doesn't matter even if you have a product that's not that great. If you don't have a good identity, right? People are not going to recognize your product or service. They're not going to, you know, in in your case, your your identity is you, is Michelle Soro, and who you are as an entrepreneur and a television star. In that case, look at what they have. Did they develop a good brand identity or, you know, identity of the company that's going to help drive that product or service? Or how can we, you know, tweak that, that two millimeters that it needs to get the attention so that people will always identify, it? you know, like a brand of a uh, shoe and stuff. You know, there are certain shoe names. You say their name, boom, you automatically think shoes, right? So you've got to make sure you get that good brand. And then on the tip of the pyramid, of course, comes the marketing. And the marketing point, you know, could be you got to have multi-channels to market your product or service, um, not just one, you know, in, in your case, you do it online, but you also do it um, via these uh, podcasts and also going to events and stuff like that. So, you know, you've got that multi-channel marketing. So the pyramid is looking at uh, the top is looking at all the different marketing channels and how does that relate to the brand identity then to the product or service but how does all that fit together in meeting the value in the need of the customer how does it you know identify to them as this is something i must have and i will keep using this for you know ever Um, and that's what i help and i bring to the table for entrepreneurs business owners um, I'm working with several business owners right now in developing their product or services, and I just I, this morning I had somebody t- who I don't even talk to say, "Hey, so and so was talking so great. You're t- what do you do? I don't even know what you do." And I was like, "Wait, well, you know, I'm kind of the guy behind the scenes, and and that's what I do for them because you know I'm there to help them develop their product or service and get their identity out there, and I and and I go through all those different levels with them." and their product or service to make sure that they're they're getting to the market in the manner that they are to, you know, help the consumer at the end of the day.
0: Which is so beautiful. And it works so perfectly as you connect the dots looking backward, right? Like everything that led you to this point, your time in the military and the precision, the discipline and the commitment to that, that's required for what you're now doing. Your um, work as an engineer working, you know, with aerospace and at the Kennedy Space Shuttle Center. Is that what it's called? This Kennedy Center. But understanding all those dynamics and that's your X factor and that's how you're able to see the entire result with these different components and each one is so critical and necessary for an effective launch, if you will, a rocket ship launch. And that is what I know you do when you help so many people behind the scenes. But you have your first program coming up in March. What's the name of that program? What would that look like in a nutshell for anyone listening who may be interested
1: my program was Engineering Mindset, and it's to help people start with the basics, start with the foundation, uh, to get the mindset that they need at the end of the day to start to lay that foundation because you have the mind, body, and spirit. And then also help them to understand you know, how to engineer, in a, in a manner of speaking, without being an engineer, uh, to get their product or service in the manner that they need and, and get it to market. So I, I call it engineering mindset as being an engineer, but it's open really to help everybody who isn't good with math, because a lot of people relate, you know, engineering as being such a tough and difficult discipline. And honestly, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't. It comes down to your heart and soul and you can engineer the life you want any way you want and your product or service might be something you're just getting like your like you are Michelle your knowledge of you know these years and experience that you're bringing to the table for any everybody you've engineered that into a program that you know builds people up from the base and leads them up to the top when they get to the fire and soul I am helping other entrepreneurs understand their product or services and how can they develop that in the same manner to get that up to, you know, a higher level where they might have a lower product or service that leads them up to a higher product or service or just one in in a sense. So engineering their company and their life into the manner and the dreams that they've always had.
0: Beautiful. And this is all through a six-week program that you're launching? Yes. Yes. (laughs) You say that because you're like, yes, I'm doing it. Now, do you have any fears or limiting beliefs? Everybody
1: does. Everybody does. That's been one of my biggest things is, you know, the whole I'm not good enough. We all think that, you know, we're not good enough, you know, and and that's why I'm going to give people that engineering mindset to know that you can engineer whatever it is you dream of in your life and, and that's the point because you are good enough you know we're we're always taught for one manner or the other society you know that we're not and we keep that mindset that we got after you know after we turn the age of 10 you know we're all told these things that hold us back and we we keep that in our own mind and 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 I'll say it's it's been for me a uh, learning lesson of saying, you know, of learning that I am good enough, even though, you know, it's, it's crazy because you, when, when I tell people about, yes, I did my dream job for NASA, you know, my mind wants to forget that, that I made this accomplishment and think that I'm not good enough to engineer two nuts together, you know, sometimes, (laughs) you know, we all have that, that lizard brain in there, that's trying to protect us from the pain of what people would label failure. But, You know, and I don't say failure anymore. It's just a learning lesson. And that's that's it. Once we start to change our mindsets, then we start to learn. It's interesting because I had a conversation today at the office at lunch and somebody you know, was talking about, asked me, well, how did I get rid of my stress? How did I actually, I used to be a very stressful person. Like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Put the fire out of the day. And, and I, and I had to think about that. I said, well, it's, it's mindset. It's all between here. And, and once you flip that mindset and say, you know, the, the world is going to be the way the world is, we get upset and stressed because the world isn't how we perceive it should be. And we're perceiving it how we think it should be because we're trying to play God instead of accepting what God is giving us. You can use God in any term of the manner. I'm a spiritual person, not religious in a sense. It's the truth of the matter is we can't, you know, make everything perfect. We're imperfect beings and we need to accept our imperfectness that that is perfectly what we need because we're good enough. That is the most often awesome sauce that goes in there is that imperfection that will actually make it happen at the end of the day. And if we try to be perfect, then we, we think, oh my God, and then we don't do it at all.
0: Which reminds me of, of course, something that you hear me say over and over in all my programs, and I say it here all the time on the show, is nobody's looking for perfection, but everybody is looking for real. And when we can allow ourselves to be seen in our vulnerability and in, in our humanity, we will magnetize the right people, the right clients, the right network and community to us. It's just that sort of you know vibe attraction your tribe thing. But when we hold ourselves to a standard of of something impossible called perfection. It just doesn't exist. What we're looking for is progress. And progress means feeling the fear, but going forward anyway, having doubts, but not being doubtful, being brave enough, even if it's been a bite-sized piece, just to step forward toward that, which is calling us into action. That's been my life. I've always had doubts, fears, and insecurities. Less now, because I've conditioned my mindset to trust in the process, but it just does require just one step of action at a time with a focus and clarity around the outcome that we are here to produce. So as we wrap up this conversation that's been such a beautiful arc, what would you encourage my listeners who are probably like you? They've got maybe the job of their dreams, they have the family, they have the spouse, they've overcome extraordinary obstacles and yet there's still Unsettled with, I know I'm made for more. I know I can lead and guide and serve on such a more meaningful level. What would you encourage them to do if you had two or three key takeaways for them listening right now to consider in this moment?
1: Well, like I was in Groundhog Day. Get out of Groundhog Day. That's that repetition <laughs> over and over cycle. Thinking things are going to change by doing the same thing over and over, which is the definition of insanity. And and that's where I used to live was in insanity because uh, you know get out of the Groundhog Day. Get out of scarcity, which is what's stopping you from saying no. Um, that was a, another one for me was I was and and when I really learned the term of scarcity, it was like wow, it opened my eyes. Because I was saying no to all these things I could do, thinking I needed to keep this money aside or that there or I couldn't afford it or just let go. Enjoy the, the process, um, even if you, you don't have it. You know, you'll know you find a way. Just do it. Say yes. Say yes and say yes. And, and you'll learn that the life will come. Everything will come. I mean, it, it's not, you're going to have to lose sometimes. And, and I'll say there were times I said yes and spent money on this or that. And at the end of the day, I didn't get value, but I did get value because I learned mm-hmm. what not to do or what not to spend money or who not to you know deal with. And And those are the most important lessons are the ones that bring you the most growth of the ones that people would consider failures are not failures. They're learning lessons. And, yeah. and so always change that mindset that you don't have problems. You just have challenges mm. and stress is nothing but a point of view.
0: Mm, beautiful. I love that. So it's like, number one is, is just going for it. Right. And then number two is understanding the power of investing, but also recognizing that if we're in scarcity it's not a matter of resources. It's a matter of resourcefulness, as Tony Robbins always says. And I know you and I are, are students of his work. And that's the whole reason this podcast exists. It's the reason why I'm in the leadership that I'm in. And I've been able to step into my, into my calling. And I know he woke you up as well. Um, and many, many of, of my listeners here on the show. But I, I always talk about that because as you know, Michael, I'm continually investing in myself. It's February 4th when we're recording this. I don't know when it's going to come out. So it's really early in 2020. And I actually realized this morning, I've already invested $26,000 into my growth of this year. It's February 4th. (laughs) You know, that number will probably triple by the end of the year. But every time that I invest in myself or in my spirituality, in my personal development, in my relationship growth, there's an ROI that's priceless. Everything expands and I see what's possible. And you talked about getting into the rooms and going to events as part of the marketing um, aspect of the top of the pyramid that you create for your clients. There's such value there. You know, there's this term that's used by a lot of people, but also Tony Robbins, which is proximity is power. That's not just proximity to money, power, and resources. It's proximity to imagination and to expansion and to seeing what others are doing that are no more qualified or capable than you. They're just doing it. And so what I'm watching you do at this point in Fire and Soul, our program is you're watching all the other popcorn pop and they're launching programs and they're monetizing and they're in their power. And now they're increasing their rates by 10 times. And you're like, what the hell am I doing? What's holding me back? And so you're finally owning your power by proximity, by stepping into inspired action. And so for that, I want to salute you for getting clear that this is what you are made to do. As you look back, you'd be like, this is what I've been learning to be prepared for. And now I'm ready to launch my own rocket ship. Yes? Yes. (laughs) yes I love it okay one final question um and I ask every single guest on the show this you know what fire and soul means but for those listening who are new to the show fire and soul is fire is inspired action from an awakened soul so that our results are epically aligned it feels like there's a resonance but I do ask every guest what does it mean to you to hear the term awakened soul
1: to me (laughs) it's it's realizing that honestly we can do whatever it is we dream of doing
0: yes i love it beautiful answer right because on the soul there is no limit
1: yes but absolutely you're
0: dead your you're dead right so that's precisely i love it so where can uh my listeners find you michael where's the best place to get in touch with you
1: um, well, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, uh, and usually I, I tell people just, just hit me up on Facebook. That's usually the best place to get me. You know, Send me a direct message or send a friend request, and uh, I'll be there. Actually, you'll catch me on Facebook doing my class, so if you decide to come on in, you look me up there, and you'll, you'll see me promoting everything within the well. next couple of weeks I'll be promoting, so you'll, you'll right. see those coming out for the class next month.
0: Beautiful. So it's, it's Michael B. Christian, right? The initial B under Facebook.
1: Yes. Yes. Michael B. Christian, like the religion. So.
0: And I will add that you guys to um, the show notes so that you can uh, click on that. If you'd like to become connected with Michael and or check out his program, um, Engineering Mindset. Is that what the name of it is? Yes. Beautiful. Well, I'm so proud of you. And I know that we're still in the middle of our journey. And and I'm sure that even when fire and soul comes to an end, you and I will always be on a journey together because that's what happens when you find your soul tribe. I wanted to wrap by, by, by also saying that everybody that knows you, Michael, is moved by you, your authenticity, your passion, your humanity, your realness. I don't know a single soul that just doesn't think you're like the most epic human being that they've ever had the privilege and honor to come across. So regardless of whether or not anyone joins your program, um, you are a special force for good to know and be inspired by. And so I want to thank you for all you do to lift so many, regardless of the work. It's just who you are. It's what you exude. And and it's just such a pleasure to know you.
1: Thank you, Michelle. It's been such a blessing and, and pleasure to to be with you this last year and uh, part of this program and this growth. And I look forward to what the next year has to begin because it's only just begun.
0: I agree. To the top we grow, my friend. Thank you again for coming on.
1: Thank you, Michelle.